0: Let's pray. Father God, we do approach your throne tonight with thanksgiving, knowing that you are a covenant-keeping God. And we have come to worship you as we study tonight, as our eyes gaze upon your truth. Our Master said, if we know the truth, the truth would set us free. We've come to hear the truth tonight, Father, and we pray in Jesus' name. That you will reveal your word to us. I pray above all, Father, that you would be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Covenant healing is our subject tonight. I'm just going to kind of, I don't know how long we're going to go tonight. Uh, my scriptures, I got some scriptures here. And this is a church that talks about healing all the time. So tonight it's going to kind of be like a reminder. Of the things that we already know. Kind of stirring up the gift. Amen. Stir up the gift. Um, I want to begin in Hosea chapter 4. Normally when I teach on healing, I like to start in the book of Hosea chapter 4. Because it says here in verse 6, my people, talking about his covenant people, God's people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Now that's God talking in the Old Testament and he's talking here in the New Testament also in our covenant. That's tragic. That's tragic that, that people, God's people, are being destroyed because of what they don't know. And I thank God, like I said, we belong to a church that teaches healing and majors on things like that, the deliverance and the covenant that we don't uh, fall short in that knowledge. But what we're doing tonight is, uh, like I said, building upon that revelation so that Sunday morning, when y'all hear Sunday morning, that this place will permeate with faith. Amen? So that we can see the signs and the wonders and the miracles that God wants to do amongst his covenant people that's our portion so that's what we're going to talk about today covenant healing now i'm going to define covenant first of all we need to get a a a definition of covenant those of you are probably y'all bible students y'all already know this but it says covenant is a binding agreement between two or more parties that's what a covenant is it's a binding agreement between two or more parties now the covenant that we have with God through Jesus Christ is an agreement that God made with Christ. And we share in that agreement. We share in that covenant. The Bible says we're joint heirs with him so that everything, as we understand, that everything that belongs to Christ belongs to us. Now, Psalms 25 and 4, I'm not going to turn there, but it says that God reveals his covenant to those that reverence him. He will reveal his covenant to those that reverence him. You reverence him tonight because you're here on a Wednesday night. You've taken time out to hear the word of God, to come and worship God. So you reverence God, so you qualify. Amen. Amen. God's going to reveal to us some things tonight and remind us of some things tonight concerning covenant relationship and covenant healing. And how, how real it is and how much God wants to manifest his covenant healing to his people. I, I'm going to start in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7. Let's go there. you got to see yourself as God sees you. If you're going to really experience the power of God to the degree that God wants you to experience, you have to begin to see yourself as God sees you. And when God says certain things about you in his covenant, you have to begin to embrace it. No matter how uh, wild it may sound to your natural mind, You must begin to embrace it and believe what God says. Now, it says here in uh, Deuteronomy 7, verse 6, For thou art a holy people. That's you. You and I, by God's grace, have been set apart. We are holy in God's sight. He says, We are holy people unto the Lord your God. And the Lord thy God had chosen thee, To be a special people, my God, a special people unto himself above all the people that are on the face of the earth. So God's letting us know that uh, we're special because we're in covenant relationship with him. And because we're in covenant relationship with him and we're special, somebody say I'm special. Got to believe it. Uh, Because we're special, we have special privileges. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says he he, we're special and he's elevated us because of the covenant above all the people in the earth. In other words, those who are not in covenant relationship with him don't have access to the things that we do. Amen. So the privileges, one of the privileges that we can experience as special people is the covenant of healing. Every single time. I'm going to say that again. Every single time you release faith for healing, you can receive it. That's your portion. And don't let anybody talk you out of it. Amen. So the Bible says here in verse 9, let's go there now. Know therefore, so God wants us to know something. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God. In other words, whatever he says, that's what goes, right? Whatever God decrees that's ours that's our portion because we're in covenant relationship with him and because he rules the, the universe everything that's in the covenant we can receive the bible goes on to say he is god the faithful god which keepeth covenant amen he keeps covenant he doesn't he doesn't uh, give covenant and withdraw it he doesn't give blessings and withdraw them But those covenant blessings are meant to be received on a moment-by-moment basis as we release faith. How many of y'all believe that this, this evening? That's our portion. Now again, the believer, our primary job is to renew our minds to this. To cause this to be a reality to us. When we are attacked with sickness and disease and any part of the curse. We must embrace this as truth. You know, we we, we don't deny the facts, but we elevate the truth above the facts. That's what makes us different, amen? So the Bible says, He keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him. And keep his commandments, and this is what I want you to see, to a thousand generations. Amen. That 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 means that this covenant that we enjoy through Jesus Christ, of course, it was established in the old covenant in the Old Testament, but it's been those promises have been passed over into these in the the generation that we're living in today. So all those blessings, those old covenant blessings, have been transferred to the new covenant, and we. Are also, we have access to those covenant blessings. Okay? So the Bible says, I like that when it says, to a thousand generations. And that includes this generation, the church age. Amen? So it goes on to say in verse 15, let's go to verse 15. And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness. Let that sink in. All sickness. And will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which thou knowest, upon thee, but will lay them upon them that hate thee. So the Bible says we have been delivered through Jesus Christ. And, of course, all of this is because of what Jesus did. Amen? We have been delivered from all sickness. In this covenant. So there's uh, from a cold to cancer. We have been delivered from it all. Now again, the enemy's job is to try to intimidate us that this covenant that that we're talking about here is outdated. That's what they'll tell you. That those promises were just, you know, back in the Bible days. How many of y'all know these are still Bible days? Amen. Amen. We still believe in the covenant. We still embrace the covenant. And so those promises here that we're reading about tonight, those are relevant to us in our generation. So it doesn't matter what the devil tries to put on you, he can't keep it on you. Amen. That yoke don't fit no more. Okay? But you must declare that. You must believe that. You must resist him when he tries to put, on, put it on you. You submit yourself, the Bible says, submit yourself to God. When the Bible says submit yourself to God, what it's saying, submit yourself to the covenant. When you do that, the Bible says, then you're able to resist the devil. And he'll flee every single time if you'll do that. Now, a lot of times we don't do that. We begin to look at the natural and the devil takes advantage of that. but we are learning tonight, and we've already know. Like I can say, everything I'm talking about is just, just a reminder. Tonight we're just going to focus on our deliverance. Now, let's go to Hebrews chapter two. And I'm, again, I don't mean to be negative. But this is what happens a lot of times, excuse me, where believers are concerned when when covenant healing is a concern. It says here in verse 1, Therefore you are to give the more earnest heed to the things which you have heard. The more earnest heed, the covenant words that are preached to you by Pastor Goodluck on a regular basis and the other teachers here at the ark give Give the earnest heed to that don't let that uh those revelations slip slip away from you because the Bible says, least at any time you should let them slip and that's what happens a lot of times you know uh we'll hear the word of God, and uh because of different circumstances uh we'll kind of start letting the promises slip we don't keep our, we don't keep a a focus on the truth, and what'll happen when we do that. The word won't have the reality that it should in our lives. So that's why God constantly tells us to remain, keep our eyes on the word. Don't stop studying. Keep your eyes on the truth. Bible study is important. Amen. So we we don't want to let the promises slip. And that's been a problem with covenant people. You have a tendency to let the reality of the promises slip. But it's, in every, it's every generation's responsibility to remain conscious of the promises of the covenant. So that we won't forget what belongs to us. It happens more than you think. People forget that these promises are Real. A lot of the denominations, and I'm not going to start talking about the denominations, but a lot of the denominations pick and choose what they want to believe, and the Bible and, 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 and the body of Christ suffers because of that. But again, I thank God for a church like this, who believe in the full gospel. Now, it says here in Psalms 103, let's go there, that King David. Was one of those people who believed that the covenant benefits were for every generation. It says here in Psalms 103 Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. David did not forget what Moses' generation received. That's important. David came along hundreds of years after Moses. But he still believed that, that those promises, those covenant promises of healing, were relevant to his generation. He embraced them. He says, forget not, forget not all his benefits. And the benefits are, who forgiveth all thy iniquities, and who healeth all thy diseases. David didn't believe in a watered-down gospel. Amen? Amen? He believed that God, the God that spoke that to Moses, that decreed that all sickness would be, un, would be uh, covenant people would be delivered from them, he believed that his generation could also walk in that type of uh, covenant blessing. That's what you have to believe. In our generation, all sickness and all diseases have been dealt with by Jesus Christ. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Sickness and disease is under the curse. So sickness and disease in our generation, in the church age, is under our feet. Amen. So if you ever get a bad report from the doctor, and from time to time you may, The devil is an outlaw. He'll still still try to tempt you, just like he tempts you with sin, he'll try to tempt you with sickness. But if you ever get a bad report, tell the doctor, thank you for the facts, but I know the truth. Amen. And in my generation, I've been delivered because of Jesus Christ. Amen. And David knew that healing belonged to his generation also, and we... That's our confession too tonight. Let's go to Second Corinthians chapter five. Let's go there. Amen. Amen. Y'all are paying attention, I can tell. Amen. <sighs> Verse 17 of chapter five. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. One of those old things that have been passed away is sickness and disease for us. Behold, all things are become new. Now, the Bible says that we're new creatures, new creations in Christ. And new creations, you need to get this, new creations automatically gain access to all covenant blessings. That's our birthright. That's our birthright. We have, you know, and that's one of the things when, 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 when people get born again, that's one of the first things the church needs to start teaching them. That they have been redeemed from these things. That you automatically, because you're a new creature in Christ Jesus, are exempt from all of the curse. Amen. And, and you know, we have to, what, what has to happen though, is we have to begin to get radical about this, man. We have to begin to, To uh, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but we have to kind of start getting violent about this thing. You know what I mean? Because how many of you know the devil is violent? Jesus told us, he, told us he was. He comes to what? Steal, kill, and Destroy. Well, we have to meet him with power. Hallelujah. That's all he really, that's all Satan understands is authority and legal rights. And we have been legally set free from all of the curse, including sickness and disease. We have a covenant that promises divine healing each and every time that we call for it. Amen. So it's our birthright. And that's, that's, that has to uh, become a uh, revelation to us that this is our birthright. This belongs to me. No demon in hell is going to take it away. Amen. Let's go to Genesis 25. I want to show you something the Lord showed me the other day, the other day as I was studying for this. 25 and 32. The Bible says here in verse 32 of 25 of Genesis, it says, And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he swore unto him, and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage and lentils, and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. He did not value it. He didn't put a premium on it. It was not important to him. Even though he had a covenant right to the blessings of of Abraham, it was not important to him. But here's the difference between us and Esau. We embrace our birthright. We value it so much that we meditate on it on a regular basis. You know how you keep the devil off your body? You begin to meditate on the word regularly. You begin to rehearse the truth on a regular basis. Somebody say, well, how do you, how do, you do spiritual warfare? That's how you do spiritual warfare. By studying the word, transforming your mind, transforming your thinking. Renewing your mind with the truth and embracing the New Testament realities of covenant healing. That's your birthright. Somebody say, That's my birthright. That's my birthright. Say it like you mean it. That's my, That's my birthright. Word of God. That's what the devil is afraid of right there. When you begin to claim it and you won't let him steal it from you. So Esau, he, uh, he didn't embrace it. It wasn't important to him. Therefore, he didn't benefit from it. But that's not our portion. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5. Very familiar scripture. Anytime I'm tempted with sickness and disease, this is the first place I go right here. By his stripes... I am healed. Hmm. By his stripes, I am healed. No matter what it feels like. I got to begin to, first of all, speak it out of my mouth and believe that God's will is for me to experience that. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Again, covenant healing is our birthright. Belongs to us. So much so that we refuse any hint. The first first symptom of sickness and disease is trying to touch your body. You must resist it. A lot of times we let it hang around. We kind of say, "Well, you know, I'm getting that to that age, and you know, that's how it is." You know, no, it's, no, it's not. Not with you, because you're a special people, right? We just found out in the Word of God, you're a special people. That's not your portion. By His stripes we are healed is our portion. Let's go to Galatians, <clears throat> chapter three. Are we doing tonight just going over the truth so that Sunday morning, this place will be permeated with the faith of God? Glory to God. There we are, Galatians. Christ has redeemed us. From the curse of the law. So again, we've been redeemed from everything that's under the curse. Spiritual death, poverty, and sickness and disease. All those things we've been redeemed from. But we got to claim it. The Bible says, being made a curse for us, so Jesus bore the curse on Calvary. That has to go through your mind when the enemy comes. You see, you see Jesus on the cross. You see him bearing every sickness and every disease known to man. For, like, like I said, from a cold to cancer. He took it all. The Bible says, For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. And I'm going to make this statement. You need to embrace it. It is illegal for the devil to put sickness and disease on any believer. It's illegal. Like I said a while ago, he's a spiritual outlaw, so he'll try to do it anyway. And you got to know that. You got to know who you're dealing with. That when that sickness and disease tries to attach, attach itself to your body, you must immediately... Say no to it. You got to say no to it. God's already said no to it. But you have to say no to it. Because you're in covenant relationship with Him. Let's go to uh, Luke chapter 13. Somebody say, Glory to God. God. (laughs) Amen, amen. I like hanging around covenant people who know the truth. Amen. Luke 13, verse 10. And as he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, talking about Jesus, and behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity, 18 years, and was bowed down and was bowed together, bowed together and could in no wise lift herself up. So this lady had a spirit of infirmity, letting us know that the root of all sickness and disease comes from the spirit world, comes from the devil, comes from the enemy. I believe that. how, how many of y'all believe that? So Jesus said, the Bible calls it a spirit of infirmity. And it caused this lady to, to walk around like this, bow down. Y'all seen people like that, right? Now, a lot of people say, well, that's just a, that's a physical deficiency, and it, and it is. But the source of it or the root cause of it is a spirit. And you got to view it that way. Anytime any, any infirmity tries to attach itself to you, know where it came from. It came from the enemy. And you got to view it like that. A lot of people don't. So it says here, uh, she couldn't lift herself up. Verse 12. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you're loosed from thine infirmity. He was speaking to her, and he he told her, Lady, you're, you're already set free. You just don't know it. The Bible says, and he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight, and the Bible says she glorified God. So, a couple of things there. She was made straight, and it glorified God. So, that kills one evil, sacred cow right there. Sickness and disease does not glorify God. Bearing up under it does not glorify God. Deliverance from it glorifies God. Amen. So don't ever let anyone tell you that you're suffering for the glory of God when you got sickness on you. That's not the will of God for you. Healing glorifies God. Not suffering under the curse. Amen. So Jesus lets us know that. Let's look at verse 16 of that same chapter. And Jesus goes on. He says, And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan had bound, low these 18 years, so Jesus lets us know it was demonic, whom Satan had bound these 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day. Now, he just said a lot right there. And the main thing, what I want you to see about that, he called her a daughter of Abraham. In other words, he said she ought to be loose. The devil has no right to bind her like that because she's a covenant child of God. Same holds true with you. That, that, that diabetes, that heart disease, any name, that any sickness or whatever is trying to come against you, it has no right. To stay there. You ought to be loose. Hallelujah. You ought to be free. We should walk free of all of the curse. Because our Lord gives us this example here. He says, lo these 18 years, she should be loose from this bond. So that's our portion. Freedom. Somebody say freedom. That's your portion. Receive it. Say, no, 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 no. It ends here. It ends here. Get ready to close. Let's go to Galatians chapter three. And y'all gonna have a time here Sunday. I'm telling you, I, I can sense it in my spirit. There are gonna be unusual things happening Sunday. Amen. 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 It says here in uh, Galatians three and twenty nine. If you be Christ. How many of y'all belong to Jesus Christ tonight? That should be every hand going up. If you don't, okay, okay, because we can pray for you. (laughs) If you be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And since we're talking about covenant healing, that's part of the promises. The Bible says we're heirs according to the promise. Amen. So part of our inheritance is deliverance from all sickness and all diseases every single time. I want to stress that. Every single time. God doesn't want you holding on to any of that that he's delivered you from. Let's go to 1 Peter chapter 5. And I'm, I'm hurrying to a close. Thank you, Jesus. Be sober be vigilant vigilance that means you're on guard amen you you, you know the word you're stand full of the word you're ready when the enemy knocks on your door. be sober be vigilant because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour notice the Bible said he has to seek somebody. To devour. Letting us know he can't devour everybody. Those who know the truth, he can't devour them. If you know what belongs to you, he can't devour you. The tragic part about it is, so many in the body of Christ don't know the truth. And he's taking advantage of us. Again, we started in Hosea. My people, my covenant people, are being destroyed... Because of what they don't know. And even worse than that, what they don't believe. Because some people can hear this and don't believe it. Right. Happens all the time. I've ministered to people before, you know. And I'll show them in the Bible. By his stripes you heal. And they'll get to arguing with you. You know. I know I know what the Bible says, but. Have y'all ever had that? <laughs> I, I, I know what the, I, I saw that, I saw, I, uh, I saw that before, but I don't, you know. Our denomination, we don't believe that in my church. You know what I'm saying? And they do without. And the enemy's able to devour them because of that. And like I say, it's tragic. It's very tragic. But the Bible says he can't devour everybody. Let's go to Matthew chapter 11. Excuse me. Verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And the violent, they take it by force. I like that. I don't know about you, but I like that. That, that. To me, when I got born again, the enemy almost immediately started coming against me. You know what I mean? And uh, he attacked me in so many different ways. And I was so inexperienced in the Word, I didn't know what to really do other than just devour this book. You know what I'm saying? I just stayed in the Word, stayed in the Word, and stayed in the Word. And it let me know that the only way... That I was going to walk free of this, of all these attacks. And like I said, I could go on and on about some of the things I experienced. And I know some of y'all experienced some of those things too. The only way that I could stay a a step ahead of the devil was to just be violent all the time. You know what I mean? Just aggressive. I I, I had to develop, and God helped me do this. He helped me to to develop just a, a dogmatic... Refusal to let the devil just dominate me, and I was, and I had made up my mind. I'm not going to go under because I know the devil wants me under. I'm going to win because Jesus wants me to win. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and it's a it's a it's an attitude that God wants His people to, to uh, grab hold to. You got to get violent about these things you got to let the enemy know, because that's the only thing he understands. The only thing he understands is this sword, man. That's the only thing that, he, that, will, that will make him back up. Your tears won't make him back up. Your feeling sorry for yourself won't make him back up. The only thing that will make him back up is just a violent fate. Hallelujah. And you and I have the, have the capability through Jesus Christ to have that kind of attitude. We are filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. And the line of the tribe of Judah lives on the inside of you. And you must begin to declare that, man, on the battlefield of life. When he comes against you, you come against him. And you let him know that you know that you've been set free. He'll back off. He'll back off every single time if you'll stand. God has not left us defenseless. He's given us his word. Isaiah 54, and I'm closing. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. In every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, God says, you condemn it. He's already, he, he's already uh, condemned it. He said, but I want you to condemn it. The whole, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means, I'm going to say that again. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's the truth, man. That's in our covenant. Stand to your feet tonight. If you believe these things, stand to your feet tonight. Father, we do give you praise. You have delivered us completely of all the curse. All sickness and disease, our Lord and Savior has carried for us. He bore it over 2,000 years ago. And Father, that covenant is intact today. And we here at the Ark Fellowship, Lord God, we believe in it. We embrace it. We value it, Lord. It's our portion. We believe, Father God, that the healing is the children's bread. And even tonight, Lord God, we worship you because of it. Lord, on Sunday morning, as those who come through the door seeking healing from you, Jesus, the unbeliever and the believer alike, Lord, begin to manifest your greatness to them. Begin to cause them, Lord God, to see him who's high and lifted up with healing in his wings. We worship you, Jesus. You are the Lamb of God. And we thank you tonight for what you're going to do Sunday morning. We thank you ahead of time, Lord God, for signs, wonders, and miracles. Great deliverances all over this place, Lord. To you be glory forever. It's all yours, Father. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give him praise. He is worthy. He is our king. Glory to God. Pastor, you want to say something to him? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. It's
1: gonna be wonderful. That's amen. all I can say. Amen. I I can see uh let me say it. Uh, the the deaf hearing. I can and can see the blind see i can see the lame walk i can see the depressed oppressed free from that the one who has problem with anxiety they are going to be healed the one who is so confused everything in this world just makes so much sense because the spirit of god is here with us and we're going to see healing we don't have to work it out because He's already worked it out. So we just come. I have not a single doubt. We will see all kinds of healings this Sunday, and we uh, come confident. Just continue to pray. God's doing things in our church that is really amazing, blowing my mind. We have at least seven different companies that have uh, volunteered to come. To have a, a truck here, what do you call it, Mama? Trunk <laughs>
0: or treat, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, be nice now. <laughs> but that's good. If we're having a company coming in with pizza, and 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 my wife saying that's all she's gonna eat. You go spend a piece, of, so one thing I need you all to pray about is, is uh, yeah, I'll be watching her. She got two pieces, three. <laughs> uh, great, uh, pray. We want to have at least four police people here because we have, uh, probably up to fifteen. Hundred people or maybe and I think you probably go up to 2,000 at this point because there are those that are not buying tickets online that will probably what's going on there they will just come in so we're thinking between that and uh, now I'm praying and you need to pray about it also Uh, God started this and I believe by next year we'll have several companies that will be coming in and I'm praying God let's let them buy the hamburgers <laughs> and give to our people free we just get open the ground for them to come and how many believe he can do that way and above because the scripture tells us god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think so start thinking in your head right now i'm thinking the uh, Burger King is begging, can we have a place here? We'll give them free burger. And that's where I'm going to line up. Okay, Angela, <laughs> so I can go to pizza. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, chicken. Oh, gosh. That would be good. The salty chicken, you know. <laughs> that's what I call that. But God's going to be here on Sunday and uh, I really believe that um, He's the Holy Spirit is doing all of it. I can see with our prayer partners, uh, the material uh, Karen wrote. I was talking to Angela about it. I really like that, what you had to write. And I think God's putting this all together, raising up. Uh, the stuff that uh, Karen put together, really great. And I think we'll continue to use that to train in God's raising up ministers in our church. And for all of them, I'm truly glad that God's brought us all together to work for the kingdom and we are winning. Like the president says, we're winning and winning and winning. We're just going to win. (laughs) Like him or not, that's okay. I like the word winning. We're winning, (laughs) winning. Because Jesus is already won for us. Amen. Can we give him a clap offering as we go? Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Roy. That was excellent. Thank you. God bless we dismiss. Did you all notice how often Pastor Roy was closing today? Finally and finally and finally. This is a sickness for preachers. Amen.